Job chapter 12. Then Job answered, No doubt, but you are the people, and the wisdom will die with you. But I have as understanding as well as you. I am not inferior to you. Yes, who doesn't know such things as these? I am like one who is a joke to his neighbor. I who called on God, and he answered, The just, the blameless man is a joke. In the thought of him who is at ease, there is contempt for misfortune. It is ready for them whose foot slips. The tents of robbers prosper. Those who provoke God are secure, who carry their God in their hands. But ask the animals now, and they will teach you. The birds of the sky, and they will tell you. Or speak to the earth, and it will teach you. The fish of the sea will declare to you. Who doesn't know that in all these, Yahweh's hand has done this? In whose hand is the life of every living thing and the breath of all mankind? Doesn't the ear try the words, even as the palate tastes its food? With aged men is wisdom, in length of days understanding. With God is wisdom and might. He has counsel and understanding. Behold, he breaks down and it can't be built up again. He imprisons a man and there can be no release. Behold, he withholds the waters and they dry up. Again, he sends them out and they overturn the earth. With him is strength and wisdom. The deceived and the deceiver are his. He leads counselors away stripped. He makes judges fools. He loosens the bond of kings. He binds their waist with a belt. He leads priests away stripped and overthrows the mighty. He removes the speech of those who are trusted and takes away the understanding of the elders. He pours contempt on princes and loosens the belt of the strong. He uncovers the deep things out of the darkness, out of darkness and brings out to light the shadow of death. He increases the nations and he destroys them. He enlarges the nations and he leads them captive. He takes away understanding from the chiefs of the people of the earth and causes them to wander in a wilderness where there is no way. They grope in the dark without light. He makes them stagger like a drunken man. We're now in the comments for Job chapter 12. And uh, we've just been through 11 chapters of Job. We heard how Job had some tragedy, terrible tragedy. His three friends arrived. For a week they were silent. Job spoke, you know, said how terrible life was. Job's first friend Eliphaz replied from the perspective of experience and said, you know, you're a sinner, repent. Job replied and said, I'm not a sinner. Job's second friend Bildad uh, spoke from the, from the perspective of tradition saying that things should have been done a certain way and you haven't done them a certain way and you need to repent. And Job replied and said, well, I'm blameless. But then he started to ask God, why? Why is this happening to me? Then Job's third friend, Zophar the Namathite, replied, and he was the harshest of all. <laughs> if you were paying attention when uh, Dr. Patson's been reading, you'd have heard some very direct things said by his friends. And Zophar comes down very strongly saying, the Lord blesses those who do what's right and he curses those who do what's wrong. 
And so Job's now about to reply to the third friend, and this is, I think, the seventh, yep, the seventh speech of the book out of 19. And this speech is going to go for three chapters. It's the longest speech of, the, of any person in the book of Job, but at the end of Job, the 19th speech is longer because it's God's speech. It's the longest one. So we're now about to enter into the longest human speech in the book of Job. And Job does not not like Zophar's speech. He, Zophar's speech is kind of s- simple, and he speaks from the perspective of religion or you know duty, what Job should have done. And uh, you know, Zophar was saying, basically, God blesses those who follow him, and he curses those who don't. Well, Job takes that up, and um, he says in verse... Um, Four, verse 4, yep. He says, I am like one who is a joke to his neighbour, I who called on the Lord and he answered, the just, the blameless man is a joke. And so he starts out by saying that I've done the right thing and yet I've become a joke. In verse 6 he says, the tents of the robbers prosper, those who provoked God are secure. They carry their God in their hand. So Job now starts to give some examples of people who seem to be doing fine, um, but they're wicked. He says the tents of the robbers prosper. I mean, you know, he's saying, look at these people. They're raiding others, they're stealing things, and nothing bad's happening to them. And you can all think of people like that. Like right now, as we're making this video, there's a war going on in Russia and the Ukraine. And And I know that there are a lot of godly people right now praying for this war to finish. You know, we're praying for uh, Ukraine, you know, who've been attacked without cause. But there's also people in Russia who don't want to be caught up in this situation. So there's a lot of people praying. But there's an example right there of, a, you know, a wicked president of Russia, you could say, who seems to be attacking and doing bad things. And uh, it's all about, you know, personal advancement. And, and he seems to be getting away with it. Well, I'd like to say two things about this. Number one... Eternity is the great leveler. And um, so uh, what seems to, ha- seems to happen in this life is that sometimes people are evil and they get away with it. Like Putin has gotten away with a lot in his life. Now, it doesn't mean in the rest of his life he's going to get away with things necessarily, especially now that he's started a war and got the whole world mad. But there are definitely plenty of people who've done the wrong thing and they seem to have gotten away with it. And uh, But... There's an eternity coming. And um, so eternity is the great leveler. There are also people in the world who are poor, but they've loved the Lord. Well, eternity is a great leveler for them too. (laughs) And um, so there's a day coming when those poor will be rewarded and those wicked wealthy will be destroyed in eternity. And so this speech of Zophar, uh, the speech of Zophar's in the previous chapter 11, he seems to have no idea about eternity. And Job in his reply doesn't either. And so that's one thing to kind of keep in mind. This book of the Bible is the oldest book of the Bible. And so the ideas of heaven and hell and eternity don't, they're not very well developed. They do exist. You can find them in the book of Job. Like there's a part we haven't got to yet where Job says, I know that my Redeemer lives. So he talks about the idea that he's going to be redeemed. And um, there's some basic ideas there of eternity, but they're not kind of well developed. But as far as... um, you know, wickedness and prospering. Yeah, sometimes the wicked people seem to get away with the wrong thing, but they won't in eternity. Eternity is the great leveler. 
The other thing to say about this is that um, God sometimes brings great good out of those terrible things. And we've given some examples of that in the last few chapters. Like even the suffering of Job, you know, think of the great good that has come to the world because of it. I mean, it's, it's been a book that's been included in the Bible that's encouraged millions or even billions of people. Thank God for Job's suffering because it's done so much good. And so God brings good things out of terrible situations and even the suffering of the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, our, our redemption. So that's really, really good. So um, we got so far, you know, kind of a shallow speech, but from the perspective of what you ought to have done. But Job begins his reply by basically saying, well, you know what? That's not true because I see evil people get away with stuff and I see good people like me not get away with stuff, you know, basically suffering. And... <laughs> So um, uh, I think when we look, when we consider it, the, what we can notice here is that, you know, the Lord is completely fair and that's what eternity is for. Some people have said that um, this life is a test. Now, um, I don't think the Bible says it quite that way, but um, because this life was, you know, the earth was originally made, you know, we were made with purpose. We were made, humans were made in the Garden of Eden to walk with Lord, the Lord and it's been messed up. So the Lord's restoring all of that and eternity is a part of that somehow. So yeah, in one sense, life is a test. But in the end, all these things that the Bible says, it says that God is just, God is fair, God doesn't lie, God is loving. You know, the people who question God, they're questioning God from a temporary perspective, from the, this world's perspective but they don't see the Lord from the eternal perspective. And when you see the Lord from that perspective, you realize, you know what? He is completely just and fair and kind and loving and all things will be treated with justice. And as far as this world's concerned, he's fixing it up. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, into the earth to forgive us our sins. And the gospel is at work in the world and it's restoring things. The Holy Spirit's present. There's a church. He's given us the Bible. He's given us the fellowship of saints. The Lord is at work. So even as far as this world is concerned, the Lord is fair and kind and involved. There's a lot to thank God for. And I'm so glad that Zophar wasn't right. <laughs> and I'm so glad that at least in this part, Job is correct in his reply. And Lord, we thank you for the speeches of these people. And I thank you, Lord, that you've included it in the scripture for our education. Lord, we, want to th we put our trust in you that you do know what you're doing. Lord, there are people in the world right now who are wicked and they're getting away with it. And my prayer, as unfair as it sounds, would be that they would be saved. They would come to know the Lord, their saviour, that they would be able to turn from their sins. And Lord, there are, there are righteous people who, who are not being rewarded. Well, Lord, ease their pain, ease their suffering. Lord, I think right now of those believers in China who, who are in jail for their faith. Lord, help them, comfort them by your spirit, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen.